0: This is Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara from American Financial Security and American Financial Investments, a registered investment advisor. With the variety and sheer number of investment choices available and the new tax laws phasing into effect, are you financially prepared for retirement and saving in taxes the way you want to be? For many years, Ron and Barbara have been an integrated financial and tax preparation and planning firm providing their clients not only with ways to make money, but also to keep more of it. Listen in as they discuss common financial questions and concerns and provide the facts on the new tax laws going into effect for individuals and businesses. And now, here are Ron and Barbara to help you find out how to move towards a more informed and confident financial future.
1: Welcome to another show of Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. Hey, Ron.
2: Hey there, Barbara, and hey to all of our audience.
1: Welcome to another show. And thank you for joining us again. You know, this is kind of fun, Ron, because sometimes when we do a radio show, uh, it really resonates with people, and they call the office, and they're very active, and they say, say some more about that. And that's what happened last week. Our most recent show was called Tax Bombs, And we simply had a conversation about the different things that can happen to our tax picture that creates a surprise or a really unwelcome tax bill. And we had some fun with that.
2: We did. And one of the phone calls that came in, a regular longtime client called on the phone says, I don't want to make a tax bomb, so I need to book an appointment with Barbara.
1: That's right. Get a little planning done. So today we're just going to carry that theme over. And our show today is called Retirement Bombs. And we are certainly not going to be able to cover them all, but we are going to just kind of stroll down and we find that some of our potential retirement bombs start well before we're retired. So let's talk about that time frame. Ron,
2: kick us off if you would. So sometime, sometime either in our youth or sometime as adults, the idea of how much we make and how much we spend typically comes into play. Mm -hmm. Especially if there's not this, Big pile of money that someone keeps giving us in the form of allowance or a trust fund baby. Most people don't have that. And at some point as an adult, they have to decide or they do decide, well, I need to be on some kind of a budget. I need to think about of a budget. I make this much or as a couple, we make this much. And we spend this much. Mm -hmm. And we also save this much now savings can be defined in a number of different ways we make five thousand dollars a month we only spend four thousand a month and we save in two different buckets 500 a month from in two different buckets that's that's the true idea of a budget making money and saving money but what some people and we want you to Follow this through is also if you're working for a company, maybe you're paying into Social Security and we're going to get more into this, but also a retirement plan as well. So you have all these different buckets for people that do just the opposite. No, I want to. I like stuff. (laughs) Sometimes we can get ourselves in trouble and just not be on a budget. And not truly be a saver and can get ourselves down the road into a retirement bomb because we just aren't preparing enough.
1: You know, we used to say going back in many, many years in corporate America that when you give someone a raise, they earn a raise, you award them a raise, it takes 30 days or less for most people to turn that new money, that additional money into an additional expense. And so one of the things that we actually spend time with people on is let's understand your budget. Do you have a mortgage? Do you pay rent? What are your taxes? What about insurance? Let's be wise and proactive. Sometimes people tend to think of a budget as a bad thing, as a constraint, I would offer to you that a budget can also be very freeing because you decide together or by yourself how you are going to allocate the money that comes into your household. Some people in their budget don't have money going into savings. Some people's budget is I spend every dime I make.
2: My savings is my credit card.
1: Mm -hmm. And, you know, people who don't have ready access to multiple cards because of some damage to a credit uh, earlier actually can make more progress sometimes in getting their budget under control because credit is easy for most of us. And credit card companies are happy to send out low introductory offer, change this, move that, start this. And pretty soon we're making minimum payments or a little bit more on that which we put on our charge card. And so we spend a lot of time, again, with a budget being perhaps the definition of a work in progress to get you from where you are to someplace different you would like to be.
2: I really like uh, something that you illustrated in our pre-show. And that was the idea of uh, a really amazing movie called Gone with the Wind. Gone with
1: the Wind. I'll worry about it tomorrow. And
2: your idea, (laughs) yeah, I'll just worry about this tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes people, that tomorrow turns into next year that turns into five years later. Sure. And so we're just, we're just want to remind you that the name of the show today is tax bomb or retirement bombs. Mm -hmm. What can go wrong so that I don't have the type of retirement that I really want. And I'm thinking because all of us have seen people that we want to emulate. Wow. They go do this. They own this. They seem to be able to
1: live their life without worrying, whereas we all know other people who perhaps would like to be able to do more. But their planning and preparation for retirement fell
2: short. So one of the things that is just really crucial for most successful retirements that we see Mm -hmm. is participate in employer plans. Yes. So why don't you talk? in terms of employer plans, Barbara, and help people understand verbally and maybe they can picture something mentally in their mind that not doing these, how it's going to hurt them later.
1: You know, I think if I go back, Ron, to the book that we wrote over three years ago called Pillars of Retirement Income, we recommend that most people will benefit later in life when they're retired if they have established multiple repeating lines of income. And so for most of us, that's going to begin with our work history. And we have either been self-employed or we have worked for W-2 income. Um, And that's where one piece, Ron, that I'll focus on because uh, most employees, do have the option to participate in an employer program whether that is a simple that someone offers to you and simple says they'll a simple IRA and they will match that up to 3% for some people it's a 401k and their employer may match anywhere from 3 to 6%. We always call that free money and we always say go get you some of that. Uh, Because when the market fluctuates, you have the ability to look and say, you know what? I might have lost a little of their money. Mine's still doing fine.
2: I read a report just yesterday that the average 401k has gone up about 65, 70% over the last three years. Mm -hmm. So it is a
1: wonderful opportunity to really grow money, divert money out of your income now to the extent that you can knowing it may be matched, it will certainly grow, that grow will growth will be compounded over many, many years. And later, when you are retired, it can create an income stream. Okay. That's if you've been an employee, you know, we're going to take a quick break right now, but stay tuned because those of you who are self-employed, we're going to talk especially with you when we come back from the break.
2: When you lose a spouse, you are faced with a whirlwind of emotions and decisions. Finances are the last thing on your mind. At American Financial Investments, we focus on making life transitions easier. That is why we've put together a helpful guide that focuses on what women should do before they lose their spouse. Give us a call at 928-771-8368 or americanfinancialsecurity.net to get your copy. Life transitions are never easy, but we can help. So welcome back to Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. And today we're having a a discussion about what can go wrong in retirement. What we found in being in business so long, working with retirees, pre-retirees, and also many years of working ourselves and being self-employed working for employers like both of us did for many, many years, is the fact that um, a lot of people out there are self-employed and more and more coming out, becoming, want to be Mm self-employed. Barbara, you work with a lot of uh, small companies. I do. And self-employed people in a lot of different professions. Um, Explain to us what they can do and oftentimes what we see that they're not doing that might be problematic later. Yeah.
1: I think one of the things that we spend a lot of time with our small businesses, especially if they are a one and only, you know, S-Corp member, maybe you're in the medical profession, maybe you're in the real estate profession, maybe you're a musician, uh, self-employed, but what that basically means is you are your own employer you get to choose the jobs you do the work you do the field you do and to some extent how much you make one of the biggest challenges i see for those who are self-employed is depending upon the tax structure you have you may be paying social security and medicare what we call self-employment taxes and it is amazing to me ron miraculously how year in and year out, a lot of self-employed people have expenses just almost equal to their income. And they do that artificially because they want the short-term tax gain. And I think in many cases, we spend time helping them understand that that short-term tax gain can be a double, if not triple whammy later in life one when you're self-employed you have the opportunity in some cases to pay yourself a wage which means you are paying into social security you do have opportunities for retirement planning when you are truly self-employed and a small business you have access to the most wonderful self-employed retirement options that people who are W-2 employees do not have. You actually have the ability to put more money away more quickly.
2: Pre-tax.
1: Pre-tax. Use your company excess profits to match and really go to town on tax savings and retirement for later. So My my biggest concern, and before you take me a slightly different way. My biggest concern for the young who are self-employed is the reluctance to pay self-employment tax and therefore expenses that really just are almost what my income is, right? Mean you may also not be Covering your disability qualification. And so, if you get hurt later on and you want to collect Social Security disability, you call them and they go, Gosh, we never really heard of you. You haven't paid in enough. You don't have any disability. Later in life, hey, I'd like to collect Social Security. You know, Social Security is a main pillar of income for over 90% of Americans, but you must pay in in order to be able to receive those benefits.
2: Oftentimes we find that people forget whether working for someone or working for themselves, especially working for themselves, and you hit it on the head, is that they really have the biggest opportunity to control how much money they make.
1: And how much they put away.
2: And how much they put away. Yes. And I really... I really like the point that you reiterate that the Social Security is there.
1: The disability is
2: there. The disability is there. And the ability to be able to put money away in a 401k or an IRA is also there. Um, So one of the things that we often also see is that sometimes people don't have enough insurance for the what ifs of life. Mm -hmm. I often tell people as I meet and we're doing financial and retirement planning and and income planning is how much insurance do you have? Do you have enough insurance? And oftentimes we find that people just are underinsured for the income or the what ifs of life. Correct. For example, We have a husband and wife that are working, both employed, and they have several young children at home, but they also have a sizable mortgage. Well, because there's no guarantees in life, if one of those spouses passes away, wouldn't it be nice to have enough insurance to pay off that home?
1: Right. So that the family can stay where they are comfortable
2: or to replace that income for many years of that deceased spouse. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise a long-term retirement bomb could be. Be strapped with that debt or not having enough income because one of the income earners is gone. Mm-hmm. So underinsured, not having enough life insurance. What we've also seen is. A situation where certain assets don't have the insurance on them to the level that could replace that asset, right? If a natural disaster happens or something out of their control, mm-hmm. so those could be retirement bombs that strap that couple, or really would hinder the, the continuity, the long-term retirement of a lifestyle. Plans.
1: Yes. And you know the the third piece of that would be you talked about a younger family, dual income or protecting the income so the family continues. You've talked about maybe a second home, asset, toys, whatever, the insurance amount on those being adequate. But now fast forward, we also use life insurance strategically with clients when perhaps they've come to us after making some retirement decisions, and that might be something like one of you is going to have a pension. It's one amount per month if you take it on your life, what they call a single life payout. It's slightly less. If you take it on a joint life payout, meaning it would continue for your spouse if something happened to you, and people choose single life, maybe they need that higher amount of money, maybe they think, well, I'm the guy that is going to live the longest, you know, blah, blah, whatever that insight was at the time that decision was made, you never get to go back and make that decision. But in many cases, we often use a life insurance backstop to protect the surviving spouse from the loss of income, either from a pension or from the Social Security that will end with someone's life. So, you know, we've done several shows on life insurance. We're going to circle around and talk some more about that. But life insurance and insurance in many forms is a critical piece of protecting our assets, our lives, and our livelihood really throughout the length of our
2: lives. You know, Barbara, part of this show is talking about uh, a lot of things. Not that everyone is going to make all of these mistakes, hopefully, but just a couple of ideas. So if you're out there and you've heard some things and said, wow, maybe we should... Go and see Ron and Barbara and get an assessment of our situation. Mm -hmm. Our readiness. We are so welcome to helping you. We offer some no charge Mm -hmm. strategy sessions to just come and get familiar with us. Come and talk to us. You can tell over the radio that we really know what we're talking about, but we're really low key. Also, we really like helping people. So if you feel like, hey, your situation, maybe I need a second opinion. Maybe I need a first opinion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Maybe we just need uh, someone to talk to to see a little tune up. Yeah. If we're on track. Mm -hmm. But Barbara, what are some other things that we see?
1: One of the things that may tie to a little bit of retirement may tie to one of the tax bombs we talked about. Um, But when we're retired, just like other times in our lives, there are multiple tugs on both our emotions and our purse strings. And so we see a lot of them. Uh, And I'm just going to start with one because we see it so prevalently. And that is that our seniors, in some instances, put their own financial well-being at risk to help adult children who have perhaps gotten themselves into a pickle somehow. And one of the things that we always say is, it is your money, it is your decision, and it is your family. However, once you've retired, you simply don't have the option of going back into the workplace where an adult child, I'll say that, adult child does. They might still be in the workplace, so they have the opportunity to qualify for a loan, make some different decisions, as opposed to you robbing your retirement nest egg, especially if it puts you at risk, okay? So we see that a lot. We also see something that is exciting and challenging, and that is lots of statistics out there about how many, many, many Americans have more debt than savings. And the good possible outcome of that is that once people hit about 50, they start getting really serious about their future. And Ron, do we not see people make some incredible decisions and investment choices 50 and over because now you see retirement close enough that the motivation
2: changes. Sometimes we see two different scenarios that are prevalent. One scenario, as soon as people turn fifty, is wow, our kids are gone. We're most of our debt from our house. We're paying it down, and we're just going to kick it into high gear as far as our savings, putting money away for. 10 years, 15 years when Mm -hmm. we're going to fully retire. Mm -hmm. So we see that scenario. We also see another scenario where, and I'll just throw this statistic out. And we said this earlier in the year, we saw that uh, 50% of people over 50 don't even have $10,000 saved for retirement. So Oftentimes people that are in that scenario or they they have more money than that oftentimes want to do and we'll call it in football like a Hail Mary, mm-hmm. where okay, I gotta make this thing right, I gotta make this money really last. So they go and start making decisions that are in a lot of times really risky Mm -hmm. putting a lot of their assets in one or two individual stocks can be very risky Um, buying into an investment or a business that maybe they don't have a lot of experience in. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that there's a lot of competition or a lot of hidden costs that maybe they don't know ahead of times. And Oftentimes, we see those failed, okay, Um, and the money gone or lost. Oftentimes, we see putting all eggs in one basket. Well, I think that the world is going in a certain way, and I need to put a lot of money into uh, pure gold. So, we buy a lot of uh, gold coins that maybe have a retail markup. And really the resale value is maybe half that. Right. Okay. So we see, or, hey, I see this certain company really The fast money out. goal. Yeah. We
1: haven't done it. We realize, holy cow, we need to do it. And so all the eggs go in one basket and they may be very aggressive one last with shot. that. Yep. One last shot. You know, interesting, Ron, you talk about that. We also see in some cases those folks who are incredibly conservative. They're very good savers. Mm -hmm. They don't spend a lot of money, they are on top of their income, they're on top of their budget, but they are so conservative that their money is somewhere that it is not working for them. And one of the things that we tease our clients about is uh, when you're working, you have some options. When you're no longer working, you need your money to be working. Okay, When you're not, you need your money too. And so sometimes, you know, we see the safety, the need for safety overshadows the recognition that we might actually be going backwards by not keeping up with inflation.
2: You know, there's, we, we teach people and talk to people that there's really a million and one and even more uh, different types of investments that people can go into. Mm -hmm. There's no one single investment that is perfect for every single person out there
1: and certainly not at any given time
2: it correct and no matter if you're 30 and you're starting to save hopefully you are Mm -hmm. or you're 70 and you're along the journey of retirement um, or someplace in between or someplace even further further on be beyond 70 is the fact that there's a lot of professionals in the world. And if you're going to go to a professional for your health, mm-hmm. or you're going to build a home and you buy, find a professional that's really has the expertise to help you build that house or your car is broke down. You're going to a professional that to make it all better. So you can drive from here to your kids and back. Um, look for a professional that you trust. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like, hey, I just don't have the expertise with all of this to really help me get ready for a retirement, again, let us just offer, come and see us. And, you know, our time is up for today, Barbara, but all of you out there, our website is
1: AmericanFinancialSecurity.net
2: or prescott.com There you go and
0: 928-771-8368. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. Give your financial future a jump start and call this week for your complimentary strategy session. Call 928-771-8368 or visit their website at afsprescott.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through American Financial Investments, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and tax services are offered through American Financial Security. American Financial Investments and American Financial Security are affiliated companies. American Financial Investments, American Financial Security, Ron Stevenson, Barbara Clark Stevenson are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government entity.